Hallelujah. Praise God. We are back again in these very special and fierce times. And as we watch, we can see that these are wonderful, wonderful times right out of the page of the Bible. And so we can just get excited that we are living in historic times. Praise God. And uh, just look up, get excited, no matter what it looks like. Let's worship him who's worthy. Hallelujah. Give you praise. Give you thanks. Worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Oh, hallelujah. 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 The one who's worthy. Oh, the living God. The Holy One. We worship you. The Holy One of Israel. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. In the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Thank you, Father. 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 Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Thank you, Father, for life and breath and all things. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. All honor, all glory, all power to you. All honor, all glory, all power to you, Holy Father, we worship you, precious Jesus, our Savior, Holy Spirit, we wait on you. Holy Spirit, we wait on you for fire, for fire. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, 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 Holy One who sits on the throne. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, Father of mercies, God of all comfort, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the privilege of doing anything in your name. Hallelujah. Serving you in this day and hour. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, great King. Thank you, Holy One. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. 
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, great King. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We give you thanks. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We'll open up our Bibles today to um, a general prayer, what we call a general prayer from the book of Matthew, also known as the Lord's Prayer. And uh, it's general because it was just the beginning of the unveiling of the Father to a group of people who did not know him as Father. They just saw him as fearful God, an awesome God, and so on. But to see him as a Father was a different thing. And so a lot of these truths had not yet taken root. However, you can see in it um, the heart of God. In the ninth verse of Matthew 6, it says, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And thank God for that. And in the next verse, it says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. So you have uh, here the worship that is due to him, the honor that is due to his name, and then he says his kingdom should come. Thy will be done. Notice that it had a lot to do with the will of God being done on the earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. So uh, those thoughts are still there today where uh, we have to begin to see how do I get into God's will uh, to be done on earth as it is in heaven and not just to uh, follow some example or the other which may not necessarily be scriptural but um, to actually begin to know God and know his will more and more specifically, more and more clearly and it's a process, it takes time but he does want his kingdom to come and his will to be done on earth even as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can hear this ninth and 10th verse also in Kannada. Praise God. So, as time passes, you get to know His will and you begin to act upon His will. And His word and His will are the same thing because this is what He thinks about. This is His plan for us. And so, we begin to connect the dots as time goes and you will realize that over time, you know more, you understand more, hopefully. You have more light than you had before. Praise God. So maybe by now, uh, you know, certain things should be clearer. For instance, you know, the word uh, works, W-O-R-K-S, has become like an allergic word nowadays to say works. Everybody, oh no, that's works. Oh, this is work. 
you should not even use the word works, you know, because uh, people think they got a fresh understanding of grace and that grace and works are not uh, in comparison and you cannot put the two in one statement even, you know. So uh, like that, there will always be something coming along which will challenge and shake you uh, and bring uh, questions to you which are uh, is good in, uh, in one way because people need to be clear about what they believe and what God really uh, is saying. So that's nice. I would say, yeah, uh, praise God. You never get saved by works, of course, because Jesus came and perfected our salvation. Only he could keep every jot and tittle of the will of God, God's desire. He fulfilled it, being born outside the curse, born of a virgin of the word of God, by the spirit of God. So he was the only one who could take our place as the Lamb of God, as our substitute. And therefore, only his name and faith in him and his name can save. That's as simple as it goes. Praise God. That is the truth. Hallelujah. We are saved by grace through faith that not of ourselves is the gift of God. That's in Ephesians. And so we need to uh, understand that this is the truth. You are not saved by works. You are not saved by anything you can do in your own natural strength and ability and your own wisdom, but rather salvation is of the Lord and you have to accept Him. Praise God. So uh, as time goes, you begin to get more and more founded, more and more solid in the, the things of God, in the word of God, his will on earth as it is in heaven. And so uh, in the beginning, you may just swallow a lot of things and chorus with everybody else and chime the same thing that they are saying. But as time goes, you have to decide for yourself what you really believe in the scripture and what do you really know about God. And that is where the honor of God is, that you know him, that you understand him. And that you can actually rejoice in that and uh, get comfort in that, that you know God. And so we're supposed to get excited about that. So look at, for instance, a scripture like Matthew 7. Um, observe there, verse 21. Uh, Not everyone that said to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. You know, that's uh, usually used by the skeptical people who are not sure, really. And it can unnerve you unless you know really what you believe. Lord, Lord. And so they'll say, how do you know that a prayer that says, Lord Jesus will save you? (laughs) That's a nice one to just throw at you kind of blow your engine to pieces, you know. And uh, it may sound like that, you know, praise God. And here you are, 2,000 years later, after that statement was made, supposed to be in church, and you are thrown by that verse, because as time went, you really did not know uh, what to believe. 
And so there are people who wonder about that even today. You know, and that's good. And you should wonder. Amen. And you should really think about it a little bit. And that's why we want to spend time getting to know and understand the word and the will of God. The next verse continues. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord. It continues. Notice. Have we not prophesied in your name? And in your name have cast out devils? And in your name done many wonderful works? Look at that. That's like descending from there itself, connected to it. And others will look at that verse and say, Oh, there you go. I mean, these guys did things even in the name. You know? And uh, so forth. And 23 continues. And then will I profess to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Isn't that interesting? So you could see that there. And he said, I mean, Jesus himself said, I will tell you. I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. And that can be a nice little, um, you know, spanner in your mechanism and just throw you. Absolutely. And that's good. You should think a little bit. And maybe you don't have the answer. Maybe you're still struggling about the answer to that. And so forth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can hear these lines from Matthew 7, 21 to 23 in Canada. Kartane, Kartane, Indu Nanage, Hiruva, Pratiubanu, Paraloka Raja, the Li Praveshi Suvadilla, Adare Paraloka, the Liruva, Nana Tande, Chittadante, Maduvane, Adarali Praveshi Suvanu. Adina Dali, Kartane, Kartane, Nina Hesarinali, Nau, Pravadisalilave, Matu Nina Hesarinali, Devagalanu, Bidisalilave, Idalade, Nina Hesarinali, Bahara Mahakaria Galanu, Madalilave, Indu Bahara Janaru Nanage, Hiruvaru. Aga nanu avarige, nanu nimmanu yendigu arienu, dushtatana maduva nivu naninda kolagi hogiri endu helibiduvenu. Praise God. Oh wow. I thought we were supposed to do the will of God on the earth. Use his name and all that. Wow. And then he'll take, I don't even know you. What's all this? Praise God. Well, Romans 10 says, you know, that great, um, Salvation chapter, verse 13, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anytime you see these kind of thoughts, you have to wonder, does God contradict himself? Definitely not. Are you saved by believing and calling on the name of Jesus? Well, that's what he said. But then, uh, really, what is this? (laughs) That's a good one. I think it's a very good one. Praise God. And people ought to think about it, scratch their heads about it properly, and really know about it. Amen. It's either one or the other, right? These are totally opposite to each other. You have to choose this or that. There's no other way. Let's hear Romans 10, uh, verse 13 also in Canada. Kartana namadalli bedikulluva yarigadaru rakshane yaguvadu. Praise God. That's pretty clear right there. (laughs) Amen. It's as simple as that. So what's true? Let's also read the previous verse that we quoted and, you know, we did not really 
read it so clearly. Ephesians 2, this Bible study, so you can spend time a little bit reading your Bible. We're not trying to thrill you with any other kind of thing, but simple Bible. Ephesians 2, notice the sixth verse. Let's raise us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Hallelujah. Then it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. Notice the 8th and the ninth verse also in Kannada. Is this really the gift of God? Or is it something that you have to strive for? Salvation is the gift of God. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Not of works lest any man should boast. So nobody can boast about this and that and the other when it comes to Salvation, that's the end of that. You can just bow your knee and accept Jesus as your Lord, humbly call upon his name, trusting his name, what he has done, that perfect work of salvation, and you have nothing to boast about. Praise God. That's either true or it's a big lie. And if it's a lie, then you have wasted your time, we have wasted our time. Praise God. But thank God that that's the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And so what is the meaning of all this? What can we say to these things? And Jesus is always, um, you know, uh, the same. Yesterday, today and forever. He said, how do you read this? You know, this is what the scripture said. What do you say about it? So we have to think about it for ourselves and see how do you read it? What does it sound like to you? And it's important to know things like that. So, uh, praise God. Let's see again back in Matthew 7, 21. He says, Not everyone that said to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, What will they say? Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy or in your name? And in your name have cast out devils, and in your name done many wonderful works. What are they saying here? They're saying, look at the works we have done. They're not saying anything else. Praise God. They're talking about what they have done. And even in his name. Did you see that? They're not saying that... We trust only in you, Lord. It's not any works we have done. That's not their language. Their language is, we did this in your name. We did that in your name. So we must have a right to enter into heaven. Sorry, buddy. You are not allowed to enter into heaven. 
because you did this in his name and did that in his name. You enter into heaven simply because you said, I have not trusted myself. Only because of you I can go to heaven. Not because of anything I have done. Amen. Amen. And that's as simple as it is. But then, if your mind cannot accept that simple truth, you're looking for many other things to take sides with. But here, these are people who said, we did this in your name, we did that in your name, therefore we have to enter into heaven. And he will say, I never knew you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. So these are definitely uh, not the kind of people that you and I are who have trusted simply in the name of Jesus, in his salvation, not in anything that we have done or used the name to do or any such thing. It is just, Lord, you did it for us. You paid the price for it. It is you we are trusting. It's your name we are trusting. We believe in you, not in anything we have done and so forth. Amen. So it should be as clear as that. I hope it is as clear as that. Amen. Praise God. So maybe we can hear um, 21 through to 23 in Canada one more time. Kartane, Kartane, Indu Nanage, Hiruva, Pratiubanu, Paraloka Raja, the Li Praveshi Suvadilla, Adare Paraloka, the Liruva, Nana Tande, Chitadante, Maduvane, Adarali Praveshi Suvanu. Adina Dali, Kartane, Kartane, Nina Hesarinali, now Pravadisalilaway, Matu Nina Hesarinali, Devagadanu, Bidisalilaway, Idalade, Nina Hesarinali, Bahara Mahakaria Gadanu, Madalilaway, Indu Bahara Janaru Nanage, Hiruvaru. Aga nano avarige, nano nimmanu indigu arienu, dushtatana maduva nivu naninda kolagi hogiri indu helibiduvenu. Praise God. All right, let's go off to Matthew 16 and notice verse 13. Similar uh, thoughts. We have seen these things before. But that's how it is. You know, after all the years, if you cannot see some things, it, it takes time to see it. Hallelujah. And the more you see it, the more you study it, the more you think about it, it will start to make sense. That's how the scripture is. Amen. So one has to be uh, thirsty. One has to be desirous of this. It's not just going to be seen by everybody. Amen. And so we have to be able to desire that. Notice Matthew 16 and verse 13 When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say I, or that I the Son of Man am? So what are they saying out there about me? He wanted to know. What are they saying? Okay, and the answer was, and they said, Some say that you are John the Baptist, some Elias, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. You know, it's like that. It's going this way and that way. That John the Baptist came back from the dead and so on. Amazing. They're just uh, piecing up things, you know, from their knowledge of scripture here and there. That you are John the Baptist, you know. This is after John the Baptist is already dead. John the Baptist has come back. Because they have seen some scripture somewhere, you know, in the Old Testament. That before the coming of the Lord, John the Baptist will come and so on. All of those thoughts are there, you know, so 
through their natural thinking, they are putting pieces here and they say, oh, John the Baptist is here. Elijah, Jeremiah, you know, one of the prophets and all of that. Then he said to them, but whom say you that I am? He's directly connected to uh, now. What do you guys who are supposed to be following me, what do you have to say? Amen. How do you read it? What is your take on the matter? Whom do you say that I am? Verse 16. And Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Just like that. You are the Christ, Son of the living God. And Jesus Verse 17, answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it to you, but my Father which is in heaven. Oh, glory to God. Notice that. He said the source of that is not just knowledge and piecing together of this thought and that thought, but it is revelation from the Father. Amen. He said, oh, you're blessed. That's what makes you blessed. That you saw something which was not just naturally understood. That you saw uh, revelation. You got revelation that did not come from flesh and blood. Praise God. It came from the Father. Which is in heaven. How do you like that? And that changes everything. That changes everything. And verse 18 says, And I say also to you that you are Peter. From Simon, his name now becomes Peter. And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Praise God. So from uh, a reed in the wind that can be blown this way and that way, that can fall for anything, he became... Uh, the rock, possibility of being solid, immovable, unshakable. When you know that you've heard and seen what God in heaven is saying. Amen. That conviction that this is God speaking. I heard this from God. I know what God said to me. Amen. Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. That's why nobody can say that unless the revelation has come to them. Hallelujah. And so if you go and say, who is this Jesus? Oh, he's a carpenter. He's a good man. He's a this and a that. He's the leader of Christianity, etc., etc. He's a prophet. We also believe in the prophets and so on and so forth. Amen. But when revelation comes from the Father in heaven, notice that, not from flesh and blood, then you will say, you are the Christ. You are the Messiah. You are the Savior of the world. You are the one that takes away the sin of the world. You have said something that makes you stand on the rock, immovable, unshakable. That means your salvation is like that. Hallelujah. It is solid. Praise God. And we need to be able to enjoy that solidity. Instead of being blown this way and that way. By every wind. Like Simon the reed. We should be able to say, no, I'm founded on the rock. I believe. 
This came to me by the word of God and the spirit of God. Hallelujah. Some things cannot change. And I will give 19 to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Praise God. And immediately he says that your will can be done on earth. The Father's will can be done on earth. Praise God. As it is in heaven, the authority has been given to the one who says, Yes, Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is the Savior. He's the Messiah. He's the one who has taken away the sin curse, the disease, the demonic stuff that's prevalent on the earth. Jesus has saved us from it. Praise God. And you now have keys to bind, to open, to loose, to bring to the earth what God's will is in heaven. Praise God. And whatever you want to do from the heavenly perspective on the earth in the name of Jesus can be brought to pass, is what he's saying. That authority has been now turned over to us. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's a lot there. And uh, imagine this is, uh, you know, the gospel. This is Matthew. And then comes all the letters of Paul. And then 2,000 years later, and we are still wondering, if you say, Lord, Lord, will you go to heaven? Really? Those big crusades are a waste of time. People say, Lord, what happened to them? You think they're saved? Blah, blah, blah. They do things in the name of Jesus. Are they saved? Look at that scripture. All of that. And your head goes for a bit of a whiz here and there. But then you need to know, <laughs> what do you really believe? Isn't it important to know what do you really believe? Hallelujah. So uh, in this day and hour, especially when everything is gone this way and that way, and we're living in fierce times, very emotional times, where even if you look at a person one kind, you could get some trouble. You better know what you believe. From heaven at least. Amen. And so... Thank God for these kind of thoughts and we pray in Jesus' name that these things become more and more clear. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it's not just about some kind of fleshly knowledge. It's revelation knowledge. Amen. That is what is important. That the Spirit of God is able to illuminate something and that clarifies. That settles everything. And so we must begin to see it like that. Therefore we have the Ephesian prayer that says that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. That we will know what is the hope of the calling. To know that calling, that great plan of salvation. To know the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. The exceeding greatness of power toward us who believe. Too much power. Towards the believer. But it has to be known. It has to be seen. And the greatness of our position. You know with the head of the church. With Christ. Far above. Every principality and power and might and dominion. A name that can be named. Not only in this world. But also in that which is to come. Praise God. The same power that he wrought. When he raised Christ from the dead. 
All of these things have to be received by revelation. And that's why this prayer is there. How much light do you need? Pray it again. How much revelation do you need? Pray it again. Can you see it yet? Pray it again. Hallelujah. Praise God. So uh, this is what we're dealing with. This is what we have to begin to desire. And so you can see it only goes to those who desire. Nobody's going to pray this unless they want it. Amen. Nobody's going to pray these things unless they desire the light, the revelation, to know these things. So it's not going to come to the casual person. Hallelujah. It's going to come to those who really want to know. Who say, you know, I don't just want some kind of fleshly knowledge here. I want the light and revelation. Amen. Just in case you thought, you know, that was a bit strange. It's not at all strange. Notice John 3. Verse 3. This is Nicodemus and him. Very famous thought. Jesus answered and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. See. Notice the thought there. See the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? You cannot see the kingdom of heaven unless you're born again. (laughs) You cannot understand it. You cannot get a revelation. Unless you're born again. Hallelujah. And uh, Nicodemus is talking naturally there for some time. Enter mother's womb again and so on. No, he said you have to be born of the spirit. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is spirit. So we need to see that uh, this new birth is the beginning of seeing. And it is from the spirit realm. It's not just natural at all. It has nothing to do with a natural kind of seeing. Hallelujah. All right. Let's see if we can hear John 3.3 also in Kannada. Praise God. There we go. There's so much... Um, in these lines of scripture that you can think about it again, pray about it again. I want to see the kingdom, the way it works, the establishment of God. How does heaven come on earth and so forth. Amen. Now I'm born again. I can see it. I have permission to see it. I need to see it. Hallelujah. I need to get understanding. I need to get light about it and so on. Praise God. Let's observe Proverbs 22, or rather 20, Proverbs 20, and notice verse 27. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Hallelujah. Let's hear that in Canada also. So we have the spirit of man being God's candle and it searches all the inward parts of the belly. Amen. Jesus did talk about how 
from your belly. He that believes on him, out of his belly will flow rivers of living water. So the, the inward parts, the, the, the person on the inside, the invisible man, that is where God speaks. God bears witness and gives light to a man's spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And that has to be received. It takes a little bit of receiving. Hallelujah. If we can trust God to see it from the spirit. That's why we're praying things like Ephesians 1. That we will see something. Amen. And when you see it. Wow. Praise God. You're blessed. Otherwise a lot of stuff goes just like that into some natural side and you can just be tossed to and fro you are not stable you don't know uh, and so on praise God but here there's a seeing that says I know amen I know glory to God let's notice also Proverbs 18 hallelujah thank you Jesus and verse uh, I'm sorry Psalm 18 Glory to God, glory to God. I hope it all makes sense. I hope you're able to. Psalms 18, verse 28. For you will light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. The Lord will light the candle. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. And the Lord will light the candle. So the Lord brings light to your spirit. Notice that. And then the darkness, which is in the natural man, gets lit up. Amen. Then we all have a natural man. How many of you know we have a natural man? All of us, we have natural thinking, a natural man. That man is where our darkness is. And we're always dealing with it. Praise God. Yes, all of that in the natural realm is where there is ignorance and you know, the failure, the senses, all of the information from the outside comes to us through the natural man and his natural thinking. And so that requires light. Hallelujah. And that light comes from God's spirit enlightening our spirit. Our spirit is his candle and he lights the candle. Praise God. And then we are enlightened where we begin to see it. Oh, yes, I see what you're saying now. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can hear Psalm 18, Praise God. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 also. Familiar scripture. Hallelujah. Verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But, 14 says, the natural man receives not the things of the spirit of God. For they are foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Amen. 
Notice here that there is one part of us that is also just a natural man. And you know the things of the spirit can be like silly and foolish. And therefore you can be challenged. Are you sure God will show up? Are you sure that you can trust God? Are you sure those thoughts are going to come? Because believing in God for the natural man is foolish. It makes no sense. <laughs> it is absolutely foolishness. You are making a big mistake. You are a dummy. You are a fool if you believe in God. That's the natural man. That's the darkness. So light has to come from God's spirit to enlighten us on the inside and then drive away the darkness from our thinking, from our understanding, and we say, yes, I believe God. Amen. And that is what makes all the difference. Praise God. So uh, we've had to study the word, spend time, and that's all good. But you also need to see it. You need to get revelation on it. And it has to be prayed over, studied in that way, and desired in that way for us to see how heaven sees it. And that settles things. That goes into rock state instead of blown around state. Amen. In these days it's easy to be blown around. Just like the, we read in the, in the wind. Just blown here and there. But once you get it into the rock mode where you say, I know it. It's settled. Everything changes. Hallelujah. Praise God. So we need to see that um, this is the way the Spirit of God is going to help us when we desire to know what God said. What did the Spirit of God actually say? What does God have to say? And that is the benefit that every believer can enjoy. Every single one of us. You don't need a prophet for that. I must emphasize. You don't have to go from pillar to post trying to find a prophet. You need to get the light and the understanding from the word of God by being saved and trusting the spirit of God. Praying these prayers, desiring it. And then you can see things and you will never be shaken. Hallelujah. And so uh, we need to wake up and just be more sensible in these things, so to speak. My language is a bit lame there, you know. On one side we're trying to say that our senses can be just dark alienated and dark but on the other hand we need to have some sense spiritually speaking that this is where revelation is important that we have to see something from the spirit of God and the word of God that they bear witness with us and we are rock solid we are not shaken amen hallelujah it's good to know these things so let's, let's see that from verse 12 to 14 also in the Kannada, 1 Corinthians 2. Now, Prapanchika Atma Vannu Vandade Devaru Namage Uchitavagi Dayapali Siruvavu Galannu Tilukollu Vadakkagi Devara Atma Nanne Hondi Devu. Ivu Galannu Manushedjnanavu Kalisida Matu Galinda Helade Parishuddha Atma Nu Kalisikotta Matu Galinda Heli Atma Sambandha Vadavu Galannu Atmika Vadavu Galandige Holi Sutteve. 
ಪ್ರಾಕೃತ ಮನುಷ್ಯನು ದೇವರಾತ್ಮನ ವಿಷಯಗಳನ್ನು ಅಂಗೀಕರಿಸುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಅವು ಅವನಿಗೆ ಹುಚ್ಚುತನವಾಗಿ ತೋರುತ್ತವೆ ಇಲ್ಲವೇ ಅವು ಆತ್ಮವಿಚಾರದಿಂದ ತಿಳಿಯತಕ್ಕವುಗಳಾಗಿರಲಾಗಿ ಅವನು ಅವುಗಳನ್ನು ಗ್ರಹಿಸಲಾರನು we have some revelation we have some light we are talking about things that they cannot see they cannot feel that is not evident amen and we have that revelation we have that light every believer has that light you have entered into that place where you can see as it is in heaven praise god thank god for that hallelujah so jesus and the great gospel he brought gives us that life eternal life the life of god thank god for that amen and you have it with you but then you can still be living off the world and its way and its thoughts and its own source its own power and its own system praise god and you are carrying god inside you the very life of god the very nature of god but then you have not learned how to uh receive from the heavenly realms you have not learned to receive from the stability of his way his word amen and so you are like everybody else out there and once that fails you have failed once that flops you have flopped amen and so it is important to be able to uh have the life of god saved thank god you didn't work for it it was a gift you accepted it all of those wonderful things you know called out of darkness into his marvelous light praise god where all of his wonders are all of his glories are all of his perfections all of his virtues all of his excellencies and then you begin to show others what you have seen what you have understood by the revelation of god in a dark world where they don't believe anything that you are saying praise god but if you are going through the same things that they are going through and you look left and right and you are in the same predicament as they are what's the difference hallelujah amen the difference is we get the light we can tap into the light we can get the revelation we can get the light and our lives can become solid our lives can be built on the rock and we can receive from the rock himself who never changes hallelujah amen so this is more important than education this is more important than so many other things out there true wealth doesn't come from education it comes from revelation so you have people who made a lot of wealth and then they can lose it all just by the change of some statistic because the world lies in the power of the wicked one who is out to steal to kill and to destroy and it is destined to be like that hallelujah but you can tap into some other place that is above all of those systems that never changes as it is in heaven as it is in heaven it should be on the earth hallelujah you and i can tap into something 
that is above and beyond the, the reach of time and space is preserved, it is kept. It's a glorious place with marvelous possibilities, limitless, unchanging possibilities. There is no end to it. Hallelujah. There's the greatness, the allness, the muchness of God. The capabilities of the Almighty. Hallelujah. But it has to be seen. And all of us have to deal with the natural man and his natural thinking. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's go over to Hosea chapter 4. Glory to God. Especially nowadays, we cannot just slide by. We have to know what we know. We have to be sure. We have to know that the light came, the revelation came. Notice Hosea 4.6. My people, not some other guy out there. He's talking about his own people. Are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Amen. Not education. Knowledge of God. Amen. Thank God for education and degrees. He didn't say my people are destroyed for lack of medical science. My people are destroyed for lack of degrees. No. He didn't say any of that. He said my people are destroyed for lack of the knowledge of God. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about some other knowledge. Amen. And so that is more important than anything else. Otherwise, you can be taken, you can be destroyed. Even his own people. They have the life of God. They have the power of God. They have the nature of God. They have the resurrection power dwelling inside them. Exceeding greatness of power. Inheritance of God that passes all understanding. Wealth beyond imagination. The allness, the muchness of God inside them. But then destroyed. Why? He says it's because of lack of knowledge. And notice how he connects it. He says, because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject you, that you shall be no priest to me. Seeing you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. What is he saying here? There's something about the royal priesthood, the king-priest combination that has invested so much into us that we need to become aware of and take spiritual understanding of and begin to stand there and begin to make the difference. Hallelujah. Not be blown this way and that way by whatever is out there. Hallelujah. That's the rock. That's the rock. That's the stability. That's a good foundation. I will liken him to a man who built his house upon the rock. Amen. He was not trusting any other thing but the revelation. Praise God of what God said. Not what people are saying, what the world is saying, what education out there is saying, what all of the stuff that the natural man is saying. He is relying on the light of God. Revelation to come to him so that he can see what God is saying. And receive from that kingdom and begin to show that kingdom display all of its excellencies, begin to reveal it so that the world can see what you have, who you are. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
See if we can hear Hosea 4, 6 also in Kannada, if we have not already done that. Praise God. Observe First Peter 2, the ninth verse. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in time past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Praise God. The mercy of God, the goodness of God has given us so, so much. And it has to be seen, it has to be understood by revelation and then you stand and you receive from that benefit. Hallelujah. From what God has done in heaven, you are receiving. Amen. Hallelujah. You are now a candidate from heaven. You are born from above. And you show forth the excellencies of that. You show forth the praises of him who called us out of darkness. That means not under the domain of darkness, but dominating it. Praise God. Showing forth the praises. Not shaken, not moved. But it has to be seen. It has to be understood so that you can stand on it and not be moved. Hallelujah. That knowledge is what we're talking about. That understanding is what we're talking about. Hallelujah. Notice Second Peter chapter 1. Observe there, verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Oh, glory to God. There you are. That's your life. Whereby are given unto us, all of us, exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that's in the world through lust. Notice that these things are given to us already and we need to know that. Amen. So revelation is what he's calling for. A knowledge of these things. Precious life partaking of the divine nature. Amen. Receiving the benefits of the glory and the virtue and the excellencies of God. Hallelujah. That is our portion. That knowledge continues to be multiplied. Thank you, Jesus. The more you know it, the more you know it. The more you know it, the more you know it. Glory to God. It is multiplied to you. Praise God. I thank God for God is a God of multiplication. Grace and peace is multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that you need for life, to live like God himself on the earth. 
Hallelujah. Exceeding great and precious promises. You escape from everything that's out there. Amen. Separated. Sanctified by his truth. Set apart. Cut off from the dominion of darkness. Out of darkness. In the marvelous light. Through these great, exceeding great, precious promises. Partaking. So the revelation of that, the light of that comes to us as we prayerfully desire it. Nobody knows it unless they begin to desire it. Nobody knew that what they had in their hand was so full. That it was loaded with all of the unseen, the kingdom of God, the benefits of God, the life, the nature, the preciousness of his heart toward us. That our father will never leave us nor forsake us. We did not know that. It was all in the book. But as we began to see it. Little by little. Little by little. You and I are now more convinced than before. That we can stand. No matter what's going on out there. Praise God. That no matter what's happening. Our source is different. Our life forces are different. Hallelujah. The covenant, the mercy, the goodness of God, the promises of God will not move, will not change. They will be the same forever. Hallelujah. And that rock is where we stand and from there we tap into the benefits of God. Amen. So my brother and sister, it has to be clearly thought about. It has to be received. It has to be understood. It has to be seen. Real wealth does not come by education, but by revelation. Hallelujah. Amen. Get a hold of that. Praise God. Let's see if we can hear this also in Canada. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 2, all the way to 4. Devara Vishayavagyu, Namma Kattanada Yesuvina Vishayavagyu, Parijnanavu, Nimage Vuntagu Vadarali, Krupayu, Shantiyu, Hitchachagi, Doreyali. Tanna Mahimegagiu, Gunati Shet Kagiu, Namanu Karedatana Vishayavada, Parignana, the Mulakavagi, Athana, Deva Shaktiu, Jivaku, Baktigu, Beka, the Delavuganu, Namage, Dayapali Situ. Nivu Loka Dali, Durashe in Duntada, Ketatana Ketapisikondu, Devasva Bava Dali, Palanu, Hunduvaraga, Bekendu, Athanu, Atyanta, Mahatva, Ula, Muliavada, Vagdana Gadanu, Namage, Dayapali Sidane. Praise God. Let's look at 2 Thessalonians, the 2, second chapter. Notice verse 8. For this mystery of iniquity, 7, does already work. There is something out there that's already at work. The mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he who now lets will let until he be taken out of the way. So we are living in the days when so much of that lawlessness and wickedness is evident. Anybody can see it. Until we are removed out of the way, it's going to be working. We are actually restraining it. Very interesting. We need to know that. We are the ones that are stopping that lawlessness. We are the ones that are restraining the full dominion of that lawlessness. Hallelujah. Verse 8 continues. Then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth. (coughs) And shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. This is talking about another coming of his. When he will come and settle the matter once and for all at the 
battle of Armageddon. Where the enemy will be dealt with in a way that he cannot become anything till thousand years are over. Praise God. That will be a very interesting day in the history of the world and the history of Israel. That will be their darkest moment. That will be the moment where literally there will be darkness. Amen. Thick darkness. And people will be caught up in the valley of Jehoshaphat. Which will also be known as the valley of decision. Before Jesus comes. Just before he comes. It will be the darkest moment. It will look like Israel is finished. And so people will be given one chance to think in that thick darkness. So it's called the valley of decision also. And then he comes. The light comes. Cuts right through. Finishes all the enemies. Satan is cast into that place where he cannot affect anybody for a thousand year period. And Jesus begins, begins his millennial reign. Hallelujah. That's going to be very interesting. However, let's continue. Even him. Now we're dealing with today. Whose coming is after the working of Satan? Whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders? Praise God. That's very interesting. Satan also has power and he's going to be doing stuff and he's already doing stuff. And with all delusion of unrighteousness in them that perish. Because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved. So the safety of it is loving the truth. Loving the truth. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you desire the truth and you continue to love the truth, even right now, the effects of his lying power, which is to steal, to kill and to destroy, still... And he can do signs and wonders. But his main power is always to steal, to kill and to destroy. He's a deceiver and that's all he's up to. So the more we desire the truth, the more we want the revelation of the light of God, the more we are kept separated from any access that he can have to dominate any area of our life. Praise God. We are separated by the truth from the lies, from the master of all lies by which he has fooled the whole world. Praise God. Let's go to Revelation also. Thank you, Jesus. Chapter 12. He's pretty good. You have to give it to him in that. At his job of lying, he managed to lie and cheat Adam who was perfect. Praise God. How about man who is already fallen? Of course, they are in his trap. They don't even know that he's there. They don't even know that these things are real. But you and I, we can see things that the world doesn't see. Hallelujah. And we don't have to be cheated. We don't have to be taken away from. Amen. Robbed of these things. These benefits are ours. Notice the Bible declares in Revelation 12. Verse uh, 8, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon, 
which was cast out, that old serpent. He's been around for a long time. Before Adam, he's been there. He was in the garden of God. Then the garden of Eden. He's been around. The old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He's good at it. He knows how to lie. He knows how to deceive. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. <laughs> interesting. So this is an interesting period where he's cast into the earth. And before that he was already that. The deceiver. So he's been at it for a while. The old serpent. <laughs> he's got his tricks. But his tricks are always the same. Steal, kill, destroy. And you and I have private, you know, knowledge, understanding, revelation from heaven. And so we don't have to be fooled. We don't have to be cheated. We don't have to be under his dominion, darkness. But we can walk from the realm of light. We can walk from the realm of clarity, truth. Hallelujah. The truth. Ha, ha, ha. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we're dealing here with a deceiver who has managed to deceive the whole world. And they don't even know it. <laughs> That's the best part. Glory to God. So revelation, light, understanding comes to us. What they cannot see, we see. What they don't understand, we understand. We know who's behind it and we know that he's already a defeated foe. That we can stand on the unchanging word of God and we can receive the benefits of heaven on earth. Even though the earth itself is going through tumult and shaking and uncertainty and fierceness. Under the control of the old serpent. We are not called to live under that system. We are called to receive from that which God has already given us. Hallelujah. And live it and show it in this time. That it is possible today. But we must be rooted in it. We must be sure of it. We must have seen it so clearly that we are not moved. Hallelujah. And that is the possibility that belongs to us. Amen. Second Peter chapter 1. Also in Canada. If we have not done it. We have. Praise God. And so let's do Revelation 13. Or rather 12. Maybe verse 9 and we'll move on. Amen. Notice in the book of Revelation again, you'll have to just follow and look at it again. This is not just a one-time shot. You have to go read it, ponder about it, think about it yourself. Not, oh, I heard it, yes, I, I tuned in, that was that. No. We have to go beyond that. We have to start taking it till we see the light of it clearly. Amen? Personally, what do you say? What is your take on the matter? Amen? Not, what does that guy say? What does the other guy say? What do you say about these things? That is when you are making way for revelation. I am saying this. God's word. 
God cannot change. His word is settled forever. He has already given me these things. I'm standing on that. I don't care what's happening. That's what I'm saying. Praise God. What are you going to say about it now? That is the revelation you are getting. And you're standing on that. That makes you stand. Notice 18. In Revelation chapter 18. Observe there. Think about it. Verse 23. Yeah. 23. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee. See we're going to be kind of taking something from there. And so you. You have to see. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth. For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. Isn't that interesting? They became rich. They became great on the earth. And notice they were deceived by his sorceries. Amen. So there is something that he's spinning out there. And he's got them in, in his control. And they dance to his tune. They get in quote rich and so forth. But they don't know that they're in his control. Very interesting thought. He's quite good at his job. You can see that. It's like they're under his spell. In his web, at his control. He's the puppeteer. He's the master behind it all. Very, very interesting. Let's hear that also in Canada. Revelation 1823. <laughs> Praise God. So you have all of these interesting thoughts there. And observe, in Galatians 5, there's some works of the flesh. It declares there that the works of the flesh are such and such. And the works of the Spirit, or rather the fruit of the Spirit, such and such. So let's go and look at it for a minute. Verse 19, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, verse 20, witchcraft, hatred, variance, jealousies, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, contentions, murders, drunkenness, revelings, such like. It's quite a list. It's not even over there. And so those who are involved in that, he says, they shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Thank God you and I are not involved in that as a practice, amen, as a lifestyle. But underline here witchcraft. Witchcraft, sorcery, all of that is from the flesh. Isn't that interesting? So as long as you are involved in the flesh and you don't know the spirit realm and you don't get born again of the spirit, you have no clue actually that it is the enemy playing the puppet game. Praise God. But you can dominate that if you are led by the spirit, by the illumination and understanding of the word of God. You are out from his spell. 
Amen. So we have to deal with the natural man. He does not know. He is gravitating towards being under the dominion of that spell. That control. So we have to put the flesh where it ought to go. Under the dominion of the spirit. Under our spirit. He must be put under. Otherwise we are unconsciously in the spell, in the web. Unknowing. We are behaving like everybody else. We are relying on natural strength, natural sources. Praise God. But thank God you and I don't have to. We can say no. I'm not falling for that lie. I'm not practicing that stuff. I'm not falling for those thoughts. Hallelujah. Praise God. Galatians chapter 5. Let's hear verse 20 also in Canada. Amen. So notice that we are looking at things that are already there, which you have seen, but you have to now see it slightly differently so that you know what you are up against more clearly. Ha ha ha. Matthew 11, famous chapter, observe. Verse 12, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. There is a spirit, power, violence that comes up from within us when you are in love with the truth, when you are convinced by revelation that I have to get this, I must take it, it belongs to me, praise God. Amen. And that violence comes because of your understanding, because of revelation. Glory to God. Otherwise, you're just going to let it go. And let them walk all over you. (laughs) But you and I don't have to. Amen. And we're not going to. Thank God. Amen. Notice the Amplified Version says, And from the days of John the Baptist... Until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault. And violent men seize it by force as a precious price. A share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. Praise God. You go for it like a prize that you have to take. Amen. With most ardent zeal. You are fired up about it. Intense exertion. Glory to God. It's worth it. It's worth it. And you go for it. Because you can't live off that kingdom out there. Which is darkness. Which is a spell. That is controlling everybody. And it is guaranteed to go towards destruction. To steal, to kill, and to destroy. And everybody is unwittingly under their spell. And you don't have to fall for that. You can fight from the spirit. Amen. By revelation, by the words of your mouth, you can declare things and you can have it because you can have it. It is your inheritance. Praise God. One more verse like that. Matthew 16. Notice again. We are still in Matthew. Let's, let's find 
Matthew 18 rather and verse 18. Truly I tell you, whatever you forbid and declare to be improper and unlawful on earth must be what is already forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit and declare proper and lawful on earth must be what is already permitted in heaven. (laughs) Glory to God. Amen. My eyes were trying to deceive me there. But notice, this has to be forbidden. You have to say, no, it's not there in heaven for me. I'm not receiving it here either. I refuse it in Jesus' name. I forbid it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That warfare, that attitude that comes because of the truth, conviction, revelation, understanding, you have to decree it, you have to declare it, that belongs to you. Amen. And that is one superb way of getting what belongs to you. And if you do not go that way, you can be sure you're not receiving it. And his people will perish because they are not doing that. Let's go to Isaiah also. If you can hear Matthew 18, uh, 18, I think we did Matthew eleven twelve. No? Okay, Matthew eleven twelve, and then Matthew 18, 18 also in Canada will be good. Praise God. In Isaiah 54, you have heard, verse 17, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. Every tongue that shall rise up against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Their righteousness is of me, said the Lord. This is the inheritance that has been given to us. Hallelujah. That you can curse every curse. You can curse everything that's arid against you. You can cancel its power. You can stop it in its tracks. That is your privilege. That is the honor that God has given to you. That is the authority and place he has given to you as a king and a priest. That you can say, no, I don't receive that. No, I refuse that. That's not going to affect me. That's not my future. That's not the plan for me. I cancel that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You can fight. You can decree. You can declare. And you can stand on that because that belongs to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Let's hear Isaiah 54:17 also. Ninage virodhavagi roopisalpatta ayudagalu safalavaguvadilla. Ninage virodhavagi nindukolluva pratiyondu naligeyannu nyaya teerpinalli neenu kandisuvi. Ide kartana sevakara baadhyateyu mattu avara neetiyu nannade endu kartanu heluttane. Praise God. This kind of understanding, this kind of light comes and it has to come and it must be taken seriously. And when the truth of it dawns, then you are ready to take whatever is yours by this violent faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This is the kind of thing that we are all called to do. All of us have to begin more than ever 
to decide that this is our future. We're not expecting anything else, no matter what's going on out there. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's turn into the book of Samuel for a little time as we close. Just look at an example of it in 1 Samuel chapter 17. How David used these thoughts. as a young boy. Just knowing what was his. What belonged to him. In comparison to what the world and his champion had. Praise God. This is talking about a man who was a giant. Who came and stood in the valley there separating the Philistine army from God's people. And he's marching in front of them for 40 days. Taunting them, calling them this and that. Cursing them by the gods that he served. (laughs) Notice verse 43. And the Philistine said unto David, Am I a dog that thou comest to me with staves? The Philistine cursed David by his God, by his gods, plural. Praise God. Notice that. So there was this kind of witchcraft going on. This spell in words, cursed, fashioned against him. Praise God. And you need to know that this is what is going on. Things are being spoken. Things are being communicated. Things are being uh, operated Words are going out there and the media is controlling all of that. And the control of that is unknowingly, without them knowing, is in the hand of the great puppet master there. And he has everybody in the spell for this age. And he decides what they should hear and what they should focus on. Hallelujah. And he is controlling them and even making his merchants rich at the same time. But you don't have to live by that system. You don't have to be, lived by, to, to be moved by that information. Praise God. You can stop that in its tracks. Hallelujah. Praise God. Notice verse 45. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. He brought the name. Hallelujah. The name of the Lord Jesus. That every knee should bow. Every tongue should confess. Every other name that is named has to bow. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And he won. Some trust in horses. Others in chariots. But we trust the name of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. That name that's been given to us. That place that's been given to us. We can stop the witchcraft, the sorcery, the spell, the demonic out there, which is actually a work of the flesh because they don't have the spirit. Praise God. But they are in the web of a spirit being who is a liar, deceiver, an old serpent who has used that trickery to take the authority to steal, to kill and destroy, but it only works to those under his authority. You and I are out of that. We are in the marvelous light. And we can display the wonders and excellencies and perfections and virtues of God who called us to virtue and glory. To show it out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can hear these verses also in Canada. First of all, 
First uh, Samuel seventeen forty three and then forty five. Nilo kolu hidu kondu nanna badige baruva hage nanu naiyo endu heliya Philistine nu tanna devaru garinda Davide nannu shapisidanu. Aga Davide nu Philistine ge Nilo katte itiya guraniya sangada nanna badige barutti. Adare Nilo nindisida Israel lina sainya gada devara adanta sainya gada kattana hesari nalli nanu ninna badige barutti ne. So when the world gives its report, when the doctor and all of them give their report, you have six months to live, this, that, the other, you say, no, I cancel that in Jesus' name. That is not my life. That's not my future. In the name of Jesus, I cancel it. I rebuke it. I bring it to nothing. It shall not prosper in the name of Jesus. And you stand your ground. You continue to say what you believe and the truth separates you from the demonic control and web of destruction and death and the system that's out there. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Lord strengthen us, give us revelation and understanding to continue to stand and show the goodness and the virtues and excellencies, the glory of the one who called us out of darkness out from the domain of darkness into his marvelous, virtuous, glorious light. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, we believe. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for illumination. Thank you for understanding. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for strength imparted, ability, unction, revelation. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, your people are free to live. Your people are free to rule and dominate over the forces of failure, lack, death, destruction that's out there. In the mighty name of Jesus. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. We thank you, Father. We worship you and our bodies receive. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. I believe you're blessed. And if you are um, part of what we are already doing and you would like to continue to, please uh, be encouraged. Thank you. Be encouraged that no matter what is going on, God has seen your seed. God has seen your faith. And he's a good God and he's restoring to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. God will cause whatever is out there to come to you through men. Hallelujah. So it's going to happen. God cannot lie. He is the immovable rock. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. the great I want I can't overcome This ain't no time to turn back No place to go slack Gotta keep
sometimes the way might seem a little bit hard. You might be tempted to grow weary and tired. Make sure you're calling and do not be Great.